Are you ready? No, no. I said, are you ready? Then, for thousands in attendance, for millions watching online, then, Hello and welcome to the Level Up podcast. Uh, we're very sorry that the beginning of the podcast didn't record, so I'm making this little thing right here to add right before the podcast. Um, it's your host, Anthony and Dom. Uh, this is the first episode, so it's just kind of like a rough cut, so let us know what you think. And I came up with an idea that I, I think is amazing. Um, so you know how different franchises and things like that have their own like Wikipedia, like their own wikis, basically, not like on Wikipedia, but you know their own wiki pages. I wanted to do one for um, the insane cloud, the insane clown posse, and call it ICpedia. <laughs> Is there not one already? I, I don't know. I didn't Google it, but I think an ICpedia would be so good. An ICpedia. You know, what? I just realized that uh, I didn't hit record on uh, the little thing that I'm recording. Really? So, awesome. Uh, next week will be the first episode. This is the pilot episode <laughs> of Level Up Podcast. Everything is going so well. Yes. ICpedia doesn't exist, by the way, so it I'm going to buy that. And then... Uh, Your domains are cheap, too, so... That's going to happen. <laughs> um, let's see. Okay, uh, let's get the ball rolling here. Uh, what do you want to talk about first? Uh, well, let's let me preface this by saying because I don't think we mentioned it at all. Um, okay. Today we are going to be talking about the best and uh, most disappointing, not necessarily the worst, because you know even if a game is bad, there are still some redeeming qualities about it in some right. So right. today we are going to be talking about the best of 2012 in gaming and the most disappointing in 2012. And later on in the show, we're going to talk about um, what we're excited most for in 2013 uh, in gaming in general. It doesn't have to be just about games. It could be like the new game consoles that are ru or ruined. Um, well, maybe. Uh, rumored. Or um, uh, Microsoft is the sponsor tonight, so the PlayStation 4 is ruined. Um, yeah. Um, so, just, you know, what we're excited for in gaming to come in 2013. Um, so, Dom, what do you want to start out with tonight? Do you want to talk about what's most disappointing or what's the best in 2012? Uh, let's start off with uh, disappointing. Disappointing, okay. Um, you know, so Steam, the, uh, the, the video game hosting um, program, I guess you could say, yes. that Valve runs on PC... Uh, they do amazing deals, and um, what I, uh, I over the over the winter, excuse me, they do like a winter uh, sale, and it's just the sales that they do are ridiculous. Like you can get games on there for like two bucks, like it's un it's unreal. So I bought um, Deadlight. Are you familiar with that game? Um, I believe it was actually released for the Xbox 360. It was. Um, yeah. I never picked it up, but um, it was. It's looked so cool. It's like a like a 
2.5D platformer. It reminded me, the, the way it looked reminded me of Limbo. Yeah, that's what I... And I really liked Limbo. I know yeah, you didn't, the but... Style, though. The art style of Limbo I can definitely appreciate. Like, that was really cool. And then uh, it also reminded me of this game, which I have for PC, which I think actually just came to the Wii U, or is, is called uh, Trine 2. Oh, yeah. Um, and that's an amazing, an amazing platformer. Just such a fun game. And I was like, oh, dude art style this game that's gonna be awesome i hated that game i think i put like six hours into it and i was like this is awful like i hate this so much so that i was feeling particularly mean this day and i tweeted (laughs) (laughs) i tweet i don't know if i told you this i tweeted at deadlight and i was like deadlight is a worse trying to is what i said and then they tweeted back to me and they're like, well, we're sorry <laughs> that you feel like that. Uh, we like trying to. So we, we take that as, you know, a compliment. But, uh, you know, our, you know, sorry. And I didn't accept their apology, in case you're wondering. I was yeah, actually that, interested that was in that because moment. that was part of the Summer of Arcade. What's that? Uh, Xbox Live does a Summer of Arcade. Okay. Um, yeah. I was actually excited for that game. I never, like I said, I never got around to picking it up, but um, I, I like it looked really cool. Um, but um, yeah, I think I did hear you telling me about how you didn't like it and it was just bad, and it actually got good reviews all around, which is odd. I don't know why I didn't, I didn't like it very much. It was just I thought, or I think it's. Um, it's just too repetitive. Like, it didn't really bring anything new to the table. Like, I mean, when I was first started playing it, I'm like, oh, this is kind of cool. But, like, I don't know. I, the, the port was maybe crappy because they were still giving, like, uh, like, in, like the instructions in the game would be, like, press A to do this, and it would show, like, the Xbox button, but it wasn't A on the keyboard. <laughs> and, like, I don't know. It just seemed really... I didn't like it at so all. It was just really repetitive. Did they... Did they port it right from the Xbox to to PC? Like, I no clue, but it, I mean, like if you looked at controls, like it showed an Xbox controller. Well, I know you can like set up your Xbox controller to work with oh, yeah. the PC, but I mean, how many people really do that? Yeah, I I was just I don't know. I, I was a little perturbed by it. <laughs> I mean, I only spent like four bucks though, so I can't even be mad, and that's thanks to Steam, like. So, yeah. Um, what about yours? Okay. Do you have any more? Because we gotta we gotta flesh this out. I mean, we'll we'll go back and forth. I, but. Uh, I didn't really play that many games that came out last year, though. Is the oh, thing. there's got to be one on there. I there's got to be one that you played last year that you were so excited for. Oh, no! Well, I know what you're talking about, and <laughs> that's actually on my list of of uh, favorites of last year. Oh wow! Um, yeah. Okay. I'll. Um, we'll leave that. Yes. Okay. Okay. So um, you go. I'm gonna put this at the top of my most disappointing in 2012. Um, it was New Super Mario Brothers 2 for the 3DS. Really? Um, yeah. I went out and picked that game up because uh, I think Best Buy was having a sale on it at the time, and um, I like the Super Mario Brothers games. Uh, it's simple side-scrolling platforming and i can get behind that and you know with every new super mario game there's always some sort of innovation behind it Mm -hmm. and this game just didn't have it 
I thought it was like so I I don't know. I was so boring to me that I was just like Oh, great. I have to play this level again. And the whole point of the game was to get one million coins all around. And if you got one million coins, the only thing you got as a reward was um, you get to play as a gold Mario or a gold Luigi. And it wasn't like, hey, you know, you get this whole new, like, special world. No, you get to play as Gold Luigi. That's it. Oh, okay. And <laughs> to top it off, they put it out specifically for the 3DS. And right. I know they're they're trying to bump the sales of the 3DS, and I absolutely understand why they're trying to bump the sales of the 3DS. Um, but it wasn't in 3D at all. Uh, if you you if you put the slider up, <laughs> uh, it just made the background blurry. Like, it wow. didn't make it 3D, it just made the background blurry. It, like, pushes it back, and it makes some, like, there's a little depth there, but it just, it just wasn't good. Uh, and I, I didn't understand why it needed to be on the 3DS. See, the thing with the Mario games, for me, I, I love Mario. Like, we talk about this all the time. We both love Mario. Yeah. Um, But it's like, they'll come up with, an like, one original idea, like, every like five or six years for Mario and it's like oh dude that's really cool but then they'll come out with like a sequel to it that's basically the same thing point in case Galaxy the f both phenomenal games in my opinion Galaxy 1 when that first came out was like I was in just in shock the whole time it was beautiful I just loved the whole setup of the thing the the overworld that you had on the ship was awesome just everything was awesome and then two came out and it just basically streamlined everything that the first one came out with but like didn't really bring anything new and i'm like well i mean it's a good game but like why yeah <laughs> you know i um that i actually got that for you for christmas that right. year um I don't. I think the thing that shines with Mario is the platforming aspect of it, though. I don't worry so much about the, um, the like. Well, I do worry because that completely contradicts what I what I've been saying. But um, I yeah, Mario Galaxy Two looked really cool to me. Um, and I still haven't played it yet, and I've been trying to pick it up, but I can't find it anywhere for like dirt cheap because. That game uh, still goes for like 40 bucks. Yeah, 50 bucks. 50, wow. 50, yeah. That game came out close to 3 years ago. Yeah. And it is a still it is still a $50 full retail game for the Nintendo Wii. There's a new there's a new Nintendo console out. <laughs> and it's still $50. <laughs> um but uh, I really liked Mario Galaxy 2. Uh, or Mario Galaxy 1, sorry. Uh, Super right. Mario Galaxy 1, I didn't finish it. Uh, well, I did finish it, but I didn't get all 250 or is it 150 stars. 150, and then I think there might be like a couple extras that are like bonus that um, that you unlock. Yeah, I I definitely didn't do that. When I started playing the game, it was okay. Or maybe it's 120. I think it's 120 actually. Yeah. 150. We're thinking Pokemon. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> I didn't finish. Well, I blah. I just corrected myself and then decorrected myself, and now I'm correcting <laughs> myself again. Uh, it's correctionception. Ah, wow, oh, bro. Wow. That's a pop culture joke. Just getting <laughs> that pop culture in there. Um, 
I started playing the game and was like, okay, I am going to go through this game and play it and get all three stars or all five stars in every in every level before I move on to the next one. And I got so tired of that by like maybe halfway through the game that I had so many stars that I just started using the stars to open up all of the worlds so I could yeah. get to the end boss, so I could get to Bowser right at the end of the game. <laughs> and I just played that and beat it and said, that was a good game. And I put it right on my shelf. See those? I don't know. Galaxy was just so cool to me. Like they brought so much. Uh, it was just so much innovation going on there. And then, like the green galaxies. I don't know if you got to the green galaxies or anything like that. But I'm not those sure. were like super hard. Like they that that was the idea of it. You get green stars from there, and it was just like it took so long because they're just so freaking hard. It was insane, but it was awesome. Like I loved it. It was super fun. Yeah. Um... And that's the thing with uh, Super, Mar or Super Mario Bros. 2 for the 3DS. It was fun, but it wore off so fast because it was just that, like, okay, it, it, this was fun, but I, I had fun doing the same thing when I was a kid when I played the first Super Mario game. Right. It's like, okay. That's, like, their okay. big thing was the coins. Thing? Yeah, there, that, that was, was exactly thing. what it was. It's a coin grab game. And uh, it wasn't a Mario can, game. Yeah, I don't know if you can make a full game out of that. It just seems meh. Yeah. You know? um, did you have another disappointing title? Uh, you know, I don't really think I did. I didn't play too many games last year just because... Uh, or I didn't play too many games last year that I didn't like. And I didn't play like anything like the second half of the year because I was at school and I was really busy. But yeah, yeah. I um, I played a lot, if not too much, this year. Um, and a lot of what I played was from previous years. So it wasn't until December or like, or like November and December when I could get games for dirt cheap that I started yeah. playing games from this year. Um, right. But uh, I've got two more titles on my disappointing list. Um, actually. I've got three. Oh, I'm going to mention Kid Icarus Uprising really quick because I actually did have a lot of fun playing that, but it was disappointing in the fact that the controls were horrendous. Um, and even Nintendo has been like, we're really sorry that the controls suck. Um, and their rebuttal to that was, here is a free stand for you to sit your 3DS on while you play this game. <laughs> I remember watching you play that and like, flicking the control you know thing around and like i don't know it was just so and i'm i remember saying to you that seems really awkward and i i don't know if it was like brand new and you're like well I, you get kind of used to it and i was like oh maybe but like I, the idea was just too big for my head i was yeah. like i don't know if i could ever do it they they tried to do something like um uh the world ends with you and 999 is that what i'm thinking of where you use the the yeah. d-pad and yeah yep the the stylus yep um but except they they use the the stylus for the camera where it's like that was it yeah you were using that for the camera that's what i was remembering well what you you use the you use it for the, the camera and you use it to aim whoa yeah so what they needed to do was 
add the second analog stick. That's what I was just going to say. It sounds like they're trying to like make like a Xbox or a PS3 game. Yeah. So they made this they made the Circle Pad Pro for the 3DS. But here here's the punchline. Here's the punch right in the the two your two front uh teeth. <laughs> it is not capable of using the Circle Pad Pro in that game even though the box art says it is. That's what it's all about. Yeah. I didn't buy the Circle Pad Pro because I can't use it on that game, so what is the point? Right. Um, and another one that I actually want to talk a little extensively about is Assassin's Creed 3. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. I, I remember you just being real salty about that. Um, I have been a fan of the Assassin's Creed series since the beginning. Um. Uh, even before I had an Xbox, uh, I was following the game like on YouTube and like checking reviews for it because it just seemed so interesting to me, and I wanted to know more about it. And when I finally got a 360, that was like one of the first titles I went out and bought um, because it was like I think it was 20 bucks or like 15 bucks in a bin at Walmart. So I was like, oh wow, uh, I'll pick this up. Finally, I get to play it. And the first game, you know, wasn't that great because the controls are kind of awkward and wonky, I guess. And the second one came out, and it was such a huge improvement. And then Brotherhood came out, and that was like the the pinnacle of yeah, that series. Yeah, you loved that. Uh, I couldn't get enough of that game. There's actually a Metal Gear reference in um, not a reference. Uh, you can get a Metal Gear Solid costume in Assassin's Creed Brotherhood. Um, really? Yeah, and that they're two completely different companies. That's Ubisoft and Konami. Uh, That's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, oh, I thought I just broke something. <laughs> the last thing I need to do is break something else <laughs> in this stupid studio. Um, and then Revelations came out, and I was a little disappointed in the ending of Revelations because I was... I've been waiting for the story to end. Specifically, I've been waiting for Desmond's story to end. And, um... Uh, Assassin's Creed 3 was announced, and I was all over it. I even spent the money on the uh, collector's edition, because I wanted that statue of Connor. Yeah. And that flag. That flag was so cool. Or, it is cool. Uh, I still have it. It's a tangible object. <laughs> um... <laughs> I put that game in, and I felt like it took four steps back, or like four steps backward. It felt like Assassin's Creed One, where I'm running up a wall for no reason, and I can't get off the wall. Um, and what it really boiled down to for me was the ending of the story. I was like, "Oh yes, finally, we're gonna end the Assassin's Creed story with Desmond." Oops, and. We're going to get something else in here, and um, I'm not going to spoil the ending because there may be people listening who haven't played it or haven't finished it yet, and um, by all means, it is still a quality game. I had a lot of fun playing it, and the colonial aspect of Assassin's Creed 3 was uh, something I could definitely get behind. And it was a cool new setting that I think video games have, don't really go into, and I wish they would explore more often. And the Desmond story just, like, died. Like, it just... 
it it reached a point where I was like, oh, I am really interested in this story now. And then the ending comes up, and it just sort of ends, and it doesn't make sense, and it's infuriating. <laughs> I can't even comment on it because I stopped playing those games years ago. Yes. I got Assassin's Creed right when it came out for uh, the PS3, because that was like the first... Like, that was one of the first titles, and uh, or at least that I was familiar with. I don't I might be wrong about that, but I didn't like it, and uh, just moved on with my life. <laughs> but I, I, I enjoy hearing everybody uh, get real sad about, <laughs> about those games. <laughs> For some reason, that's just something I take pride in. Yeah, um, I don't know. Uh, I'm glad that you find enjoyment in other people being upset about the ending, but um yeah that's what it's all about i spend money on those things <laughs> um and just I, makes it better. I don't feel i was uh compensated for my um my money you know how like you play a game and you just like you don't really think about like how much money you spend on it but like right in the long run, you just you feel accomplished when you play it, and like like yeah, I got my money's worth out of that. No, yeah. no, not not this game, not at it all. Sucks, buddy. <laughs> well, I feel I bad. I shouldn't say not at all because, uh, like I said, like there are qualities about it that I was like, wow, this was this was something, and I did return to it after I beat the game just because I wanted to find more things in the game that you know um that are left but right. in the long run no i i i don't think i would recommend it to anybody who like really like doesn't know about the assassin's creed series or yeah, maybe i would recommend it to them because they don't care about the desmond story yeah maybe but then at the same time that desmond story is so jarring because you don't know anything about it that it would be kind of like Oh, what is this? <laughs> right. Um. And then, should I mention? Yeah, maybe I should. Uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater HD. Um, I don't want to oh. say it's disappointing because I oh. still played it way too much. But um, the controls. Yeah, you had some were, choice words for it. Yeah, the controls were really like, really weird. They were really stiff. Um. But yeah, that's about it. I wish I think if they should have been. I think they should have brought you into the studio for that remake or that remake, because if anybody knows anything about Tony Hawk games, it is young Anthony. That kid is so dang good at those games. I, it's uh, unreal. I hopefully I'm going to get stuff to. Um, oh, I'm moving into an apartment soon, so I'm getting my own internet, so it's not shared between six people. Right. Um. So I'm going to get real cheap internet and real cheap internet that is actually like a pretty decent speed. And um, I'm hopefully going to start streaming uh, PlayStation 2 games soon. I specifically want to do PlayStation 2 games. I don't know why, but that <coughs> just... PlayStation 2 was such a good, good system. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, not many people are streaming that, so it would be interesting to watch. Plus, I would hope that you would be streaming world record attempts yes. at uh, Thug 2. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, my my record on that game for beating that game is uh, 26 minutes and 25 seconds, and I hope to bring it down by like another minute. That was uh, watching that was seriously one of the most surreal things that I've ever seen in my life. And I watch a lot of speedrunning. I speedrun myself, and I have never been more impressed <laughs> than sitting next to Anthony at his house listening to Lil B. And just watching him destroy that game. It is so cool. And even after the fact, I was like, hey, yo, check this out. And I'm, like, jumping into a wall, and I'm going underneath the map. Yeah, or, like, <laughs> flipping upside down underneath the map. <laughs> I just, I played that game so much as a kid that I, like, I knew its ins and outs and where things were, like, not copy and pasted, but, like, where things were placed and where things weren't placed. So I just knew the the ways around stuff nothing that i could like jump through well i did figure out some like tiny if you even want to call them glitches to like speed things up but yeah it's um, still really entertaining like i loved that that was cool yeah that was a a whole six months of my life uh that was me trying to graduate college (laughs) (laughs) that's how you do it yeah all Uh, right do you want to do uh move on to our best best 2012 yeah i will let you go first okay um well i'm gonna do mine in the order that they came out and these are just games that came out last year i mean i played a lot of games last year that didn't that weren't released last year but i'm just gonna do the games that were yes um so just mention one talk about it for a little bit i'll mention one of mine and then we'll go back and forth like that cool yeah it sounds good Okay, so my first one, I've only got like three, but uh, my first one for January was uh, Katawa Shoujo. Oh, God. Which was a uh, dating simulator uh, made by several members of 4chan that they released for free. And uh, the storyline there is that you're uh, this kid named Hisao who uh, suffers from a heart condition and you transfer into a new school that is specifically uh, for kids with medical problems. And um, you meet all these different girls who have different medical problems. Um, Katawa shoujo meaning like crippled girl in Japanese. And the story, I mean, like if you were to see the character models, like one of the girls is really burned, another one is blind, another one doesn't have any arms. Um, like you would think, and then also to hear that 4chan is connected to it, you would think, wow, that is so, you know, crappy of them. Yeah. Like so lowbrow, so bad taste one of the finest games i have ever played in my life and it is so well written and so heartfelt and like emotional like it is i am being completely sincere here one of my all-time favorite games it was so much fun to play i put hours and hours and hours into that game and it was just i was just blown away at how i mean it was all for free and like these people don't even know each other and like they were composing their own music for it. They did all of their own art. The whole storyline, like everything was just fantastic. I was just really blown away by that game. So that was my first game for the year. That uh, that was a game that you told me about that I was like, oh, no, no, not touching it. <laughs> and really? then I watched you play it for a little bit and I was like, oh, oh, wow. Like this is not what I thought it was, but it's still what I think it is. But it is. I mean, that you definitely have to be like. There are scenes of sexuality going on there because that's. I mean, that's what a visual novel is. Yeah. In, in a dating sim world, but I mean, it's it's still fantastic. Like I really enjoyed it. 
Yeah. Um, I'm just going to briefly mention a couple, and then I'm going to get into um, more of my favorites. Um, I just want to mention that, well, just one, really, and then I'll get into one that really stood out to me. Um, the Metal Gear Solid, uh, Metal Gear Solid 3 Snake Eater for the 3DS was a really cool port. Um, I'm actually really surprised at what an awesome port that game was. Um, and it was probably one of my favorites from 2012, but I don't think it deserves to be on like my best of 2012 list because it was a game that came out six years ago and it yeah. just keeps being re-released. Uh, yeah. Um, but uh, Max Payne 3, that was oh, yeah. one of the games that came out last year that reminded me that I like uh, that I really like video games. Like, um, I never played any of the other Max Payne games, and I want to now after playing this, but, um, this was a, this was an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie in video games with a much cooler character, (laughs) um, (laughs) and, I mean, the story is, like, out of whack, you know, you're a guy... And you're like hell bent on revenge, and you get sucked into this drug cartel, and it's like your typical action movie, um, and you don't know who to trust and all that stuff. But you know, for a third-person shooter, I just overall really enjoyed it. It took like a a new spin on like art in video games. Um, there are cutscenes in the game that look very realistic, and then there are other cutscenes that look like it's VHS quality. And like you'll even see like the side or like the top of the screen like turn like a rainbow color, like the the red green or the red green, uh, red green and blue colors, like it's being demagnetized or something. And That's pretty cool. It, it was really cool. Uh, the only the only gripe I had about it was when you play the game, it'll tell you what guns are in the level, and then you can go and unlock them by collecting the gun parts, or the, the golden gun parts. But um, when you search for them, your partner or whoever you're with will tell you to hurry up, and if you don't hurry up, it'll give you a game over. So I felt like I was a little rushed when I played it, so I didn't get a chance to uh, search for oh, what I wanted to or explore. Yeah, that's kind of weird. Overall, it was really cool. I only played a little bit of the multiplayer, but uh, the multiplayer was not just an attack on to make more sales. They actually put a lot of thought into the multiplayer, and I, that's... Sur- I don't want to say surprising for games nowadays, but... It was like, oh wow! They even included bullet time in multiplayer, which is bizarre. But yeah, I mean, I would say that about games nowadays, personally. <laughs> but Bioshock okay. Two. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, okay, so my next one. Uh, this was released in May, and uh, I mean, I do have crap with it, but it was a ton of fun for the amount of time that I played it and that was Diablo 3. See, I totally thought that was going to be on your disappointing list. It really, you know, I feel like it has a lot of 
a lot of things to change and make better, but Blizzard is still working on it to this day. I mean, like they just released a patch, I think yesterday, or maybe the patch notes, I'm not sure. But um, I mean, Diablo 3, for what it was, I think I had a ton of fun with it. Like my first probably like 25 hours into that game, because I put way, way too much time into it. But I would say like my first 25 hours, 30 hours into it, with every character that is, with every new character that I've started, um, each class, I had a blast. Like it was super fun trying to figure out which which skill sets I wanted to use with which combination of runes, and you know which uh, which items I thought you know were useful and which I didn't. It was just I. I had a lot of fun with that, and I am a huge RPG fan, so I love the grind and just that farming for you know the best of the best and trying to figure out the best combination of things. So uh, uh, yeah, I mean, just the grinding away for hours and hours and hours while listening to music or you know talking to people, super fun. I had I had a good time with that game a lot, I would say. So uh, disappointing. Yeah, I, that's good because I that was one of those games that came out and. Um, I remember you discussing how you were disappointed in it, and I, for some reason, was just led to believe that you didn't like it. And um, yeah, I no. remember um, you telling me that. Well, uh, did you um, drop out of school for the semester when that came out? Uh, no. No. Okay. No, that came out the semester after I finished at CCC because it it came out in May. I had a final in the morning and it uh it was being released midnight pacific time the night before so i stayed up until three in the morning and played <laughs> it and played it all morning and then went and took a final at nine so i almost missed my final i showed up late i remember being at your house and you like taking your internet offline or your computer offline and like trying to load the game and, <laughs> and yeah. because it was already like on your computer right yeah. and um I remember being like a couple of our friends texting you, "Hey, do you want to hang out?" No, I'm playing Diablo 3. Yeah, no, leave me alone. <laughs> and, but you uh, got to you have to realize this is the culmination of 6 years of waiting. Yeah. I was so so excited. I played Diablo 2 for that was probably the game that I played the most in my life, my whole life that game. Yeah, no, and, uh, it, it was totally it was totally <clears throat> uh, granted. You had every right to uh, say, screw you guys, I'm not hanging out with you. I'm going to go play this video game. I mean, right. um, if there's anybody listening, you've all done it. You've either oh, yeah. not picked up your phone or you didn't answer a text or you lied to somebody or you've just flat out said, I'm playing a video game. I'm not going out tonight. Yep. Um, I mean, you got to sometimes. If there's a game out there like that, do it. Like, uh, it's totally worth it. One of, um, one of our pastimes, one of Dom and I's uh, favorite thing to do is uh, Tim Hortons in oh, yeah. Auburn, New York. We... The Tim Hortons there has a cold stone in it. I don't. I have yet to find a Tim Hortons cold stone combination here in Bowling Green or Perrysburg at all. But um, we used to go there all the time and get a milkshake and hang out and talk. And there's one one time specifically that I remembered. We were at Tim Hortons all sitting around talking and you looked at your phone and said, I need to go home because I need to play Diablo three. <laughs> and it wasn't like it was urgent or anything. Well, it was urgent to you, but it's yeah. like, it wasn't like it wasn't going to be there <laughs> the next day. Yeah. But, um, but, 
I just, I remember that. Just, I need to go home because I need to play Diablo 3. And just, when you left, Eric and I looked at each other and we were like, is he serious? <laughs> what was funny, I remember you guys were like, we're going to Tim Hortons, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, I'm just playing Diablo 3. Let me hop over. You know, I'll come see you guys. And I went. <laughs> and then I stayed for a while and I was like, well, I have to go back to doing what I was doing before. And I did all night. So yeah, that was that was another one of my games was Diablo 3. Um Ah, oh, I have a I have a okay, I'll talk about Epic Mickey 2. Um for the 3DS and the 360. Um I'm actually still playing um the 3DS version. It's actually really hard. The 3DS version is like a callback to all of the like Disney-related games that came out for the NES and the Super Nintendo, and it's awesome. Oh, I should say the Sega Genesis as well. Um, it's really awesome. It's you know platforming at its best. Uh, the one thing I wish it didn't have in there was the the drawing part where you have to yeah. draw objects. That just seems like something they added because there was a screen there. Yeah. Oh, hang on just a second. I need to turn down the background music. Sure. We have now officially moved over into Donkey Kong Country 2. Good call. Um, what was I saying? The screen, you, or the drawing. Oh yeah, Epic, Epic Mickey 2. It was so memorable that I couldn't remember what I was talking about. Um, but seriously, Epic Mickey 2 for the 3DS was really fun. Um, like I said, I still haven't beaten it, but uh, there's some RPG as or like aspects of that game. But... Um, I don't know. I still really like it. But the uh, the 360 version, well, the 360 PlayStation and the the Nintendo Wii and Wii U versions are pretty cool. I hated it at first because it was like there was something so bizarre about the controls. If you're playing it on the Wii and the Wii U and the PlayStation Move, it totally works because you can use something to aim at the screen and move it around. The 360 version is a third-person shooter with Mickey Mouse and a paintbrush. <laughs> and that's the simplest way to put that game, and that's really what it is. But they didn't make it that way. They, um... What they did was they made it so you had to aim with the right analog stick and also move the controller with it instead of making an aim button mm. um so you can you know like move over the shoulder and then aim that way um but all in all the controls for that game uh weren't so good they definitely needed to be tuned a little more but the story and the gameplay was what really kept me coming back um for those of you who don't know, I'm really, really into old Disney artwork. Um, it's something that I just sort of took on recently. Um, but, like, classic Disney artwork is just so cool to me. There's just something about it that is like, well, how come this isn't around anymore? And Epic Mickey and Epic Mickey 2 bring all of that stuff back. And uh, I guess I like the game for a nostalgia reason mm -hmm. but um i don't know it was really cool i definitely think it was worth checking out um just to see all of those characters come back and i don't know it was fun it was fun i guess <laughs> i spent 20 bucks on it so i mean i got my money's worth out of it yeah 
and uh, you can you can uh, talk and talk. Okay. <laughs> uh, so my next one, it came out in October, but I got it in I think early December or no, maybe November. Um, and I got it because of the the uh, Steam uh, Winter Sale, or maybe yeah, the Winter Sale or the Christmas Sale, one of the two. Um, again, this is just an example of just an extremely well-made and fine indie game that is uh, Hotline Miami. Oh, I need to get it. it um, Friday, is, I have the day off from work on Friday. Allie's going to leave her computer home from school because she don't need it. Yeah, and, you, <laughs> you should. And I'm going to download it and play it. It is so... And I think it may, might go for $10, and I would pay... I would pay 20 for it, but I think I ended up paying only like six bucks for it because it was on sale. It is so fun. It is just this like hack and slash, like pick up a weapon and just kill everyone game. And the soundtrack is unbelievable. Like 80s electro funk, like techno-y kind of music that is super well made. Like it was just so much fun to play and like i go back to it to this day i've beaten it i don't know how many times but i'll just go back and try to beat my high score on a random level because i still haven't unlocked all of the masks like it's just it's super cool and i know you've said it and a lot of other people have said it but it is uh, sort of like the same aesthetic as uh, drive uh, the film yeah that's what that's what interests me um, right like the scene in Drive, I mean that movie's been out for a year, so I mean if this was a spoiler, then you had more than a year to see it. But uh, that part where he puts the mask on, uh, the stunt driving mask. Yep. Um, seeing the promos for Hotline Miami where they're wearing like uh, that uh, rooster. Is it a rooster? Yeah, they wear different animal masks. Yeah, it's the first one you get. That one, or that, like, promo with all of, like, the masks, I'm just, like, that reminds me so much of Drive. And then, like, the the neon colors and... He's got the Letterman jacket on and yeah. stuff like that. It's just, it, yeah, it's really cool. And it also uh, a pixel game, which, I mean, I love that look. I, I'm a big fan of the, you know, 16-bit kind of deal or, you know, whatever, 8-bit kind of deal. Yeah. So, uh, you know, that's really cool. And just... Like I said, a lot of fun. Storyline is really interesting. It's one of those ones that uh, is is not really well developed, which I think is just fun because it's like it keeps you in the dark almost all the way until the end, and then even in the end, there are still some dark spots. And it is and it even has uh, some uh, some alternate ends you can get. So it's it's it was a lot of fun. I enjoyed that game a lot. I need to get it. Like I said, Friday. Yep. Do that. Friday, I'm a game do that um yeah there's actually another game that just came out or came out last year i didn't play it um but i know oh um retro city rampage um i don't know much about the game i know it's getting pretty decent reviews mm -hmm. um i didn't know what that game looked like until today when i saw screenshots from it and i was like oh wow this is not what I pictured at all, and it is like a 16-bit uh, game. Like it's, I, I think it kind of looks like Hotline Miami, um, if I'm remembering both of them correctly. But um, it looks pretty cool, so I'm gonna check that out as soon as I get the extra cash, 
It's a $15 game on Xbox Live, but I'm sure it's like uh, dirt cheap on Steam. But, um... I, I hadn't even... I'm not even familiar with the game, so I'd have to look it up. I don't even know if it's on Steam. It, it's definitely on Steam, because I've heard uh, uh, Mega64 talk about it on their podcast, but I just never looked Oh, it is. It. You're right. Yep, it's um, 15 bucks on Steam. Oh, so it's the same price on Xbox Live. Yep, that um, seems pretty cool. Okay. Um, you know, keeping it with that that retro feel I, you know video games aren't even old enough to be considered retro but we still call it retro but that 16 bit yeah. look keeping uh, on that same topic fez um oh yes yeah you, if fez goes on steam for a really really cheap price you should totally check it out i i was looking when uh oh i might have watched somebody live stream it on twitch and uh, I was, I was like, wow, that looks really, really cool. And I think I remembered you saying that you really enjoyed it. And I looked on Steam, and it wasn't on Steam. So it's not I, on I Steam. Go. No, no. That's really weird. It is, but like, if I, if it were, then I would definitely play it because that, again, like you said, the retro look there, the pixel art, but then also with that, the three D aspects of it looked yeah. so so cool. That's that's something that I loved about Fez so much because it was. It was a, a platforming game that took platforming to a completely different level. I'm it, like, a, almost like a, I, I want to say something witty and make a pun about how everything shifts in that game and the way uh, you look at things in the game. But it really makes you look at, see, I did it. It makes you look at platforming <laughs> a little differently. Different perspective. <laughs> different perspective. You just hit that. <laughs> left trigger or right trigger button and you will find it Uh, but no seriously well um, done you worked for that one the music is so cool in it and this was um, after playing games like uh, Metal Gear Solid I mean as much as I love them uh, those games tense me up and I'm always like "Uh, I gotta like do this perfectly and um, you know playing Max Payne 3 uh, like it's just you know this is fast action or like fast paced and all that and then I play Fez and Fez is a game that reminds you that hey you know take a take a chill pill bruh yeah and that's the text that comes up on the screen uh, yeah. it's you his, could play a game and just relax though um, basically I don't even remember the main character's name of Fez it ain't Fez they, they tricked you they <laughs> Um, he wears one. He wears one, but his name is not Fez. He is not played by Wilder Valderrama. Um, wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that was one of those games that I just I got and was just reminded that I can relax while I play this and I don't have to rush through things and I can sit and take in the environment. And yeah, that's that's always a lot of fun those the really atmospheric games are just that's the best i love that and atmosphere is what that game is all about uh it's a little frustrating the map system in that game is incomprehensible but um all around still really good um and those are all the games that i have so i don't know any if you have more wait what other game did you mention Diablo that 3, was Hotline it. Miami. And Katawa Shoujo, that was oh, it. Katawa Shoujo. 
Oh, shoot. I have a whole I mean, I, I played a lot last year that weren't released last year, and I had a ton of fun with. Okay. Well, maybe we can uh, start a discussion about this. Uh, I'll just briefly mention, I'm playing the Zone of the Enders HD collection right now. I really, really like that, uh, but I also am a huge Kojima fanboy. So anything that has that mark of approval, I'm like, okay, it's good. It's my game of the year. And uh, I'm also currently playing Borderlands 2. Um, mm. As I mentioned earlier, I don't like RPGs, but for some reason, Borderlands 2 is just so good. Um, is that an RPG? Yeah, it's a, it's an, an FPS and an RPG. Oh, it's an RPGs in disguise of an, FP, or an FPS, a first-person shooter. Uh, I, I'm not even familiar with Borderlands, so... Um, I wasn't until I got the second game. Uh, I've been told that the first game is a glorified um, tech demo, but I don't know. I still want to check out the first game now after playing this one. Um, mm -hmm. It's definitely a game that you need to play with somebody else. Um, yeah. The difficulty ramps up so fast in that game that it's basically like begging you to play with somebody else um but i'm still i'm i'm trucking through and i'm trying I'm trying <laughs> so hard i mean um, those rpgs are the best though like that's why rpgs i mean tend to gravitate toward the computer just because the online play and the networking is so much more simple yeah i think I'm, and like that's that's the most fun like the friends that you make you know and the people that you add to your friends list or whatever that's the best yeah i'm actually i'm playing it with uh, my friend tom uh but uh he's going into the police academy soon so i don't know how long i'll be playing borderlands 2 with him um <laughs> which one police academy 4 uh well police academy Three? 5 they're making a new one that's why he's going into it oh okay <laughs> <sighs> he's michael winslow got it <laughs> um Okay, so this isn't by any means... I don't really have a game of the year from last year. Um, it'll, if you follow me on Tumblr, my game of the year last year was the Metal Gear Rising demo uh, <laughs> for a game that comes out this year. <laughs> um, the demo. Yes, the demo. But um, this isn't by any means my game of the year. It just so happened to be the last game I mentioned. Um, Rock Band Blitz. Now let me let me talk before you have uh, your your word in on this game. I, I was gonna let you say whatever you wanted, Ann. Okay. Um, Rock Band Blitz is a really cool way for you to continue playing Rock Band without having to break out the instruments. Um, it is a very arcade-like game where it's you upping your scores every time you play a song and moving up on the leaderboards, where as a lot of video games don't do that anymore. I feel they don't do that anymore where it's... I mean, they have leaderboards, but they, they don't really count for anything. This is a game that you play, and you play a song that you really like, and you choose what track you want to play and what parts you want to play. And, I mean, the one sucky thing about the game is you don't fail. You can't fail out of a song, but your score hurts in the long run. Mm -hmm. I really, really enjoyed that game just because um, it was. It reminded me a lot of Amplitude and Frequency, and I miss rhythm games like that. But I wish it had a third button, and I wish it had a fail mode. 
I mean, not that I like want to fail when I play a video game, but I wish it gave a little more of a um, a challenge. I can't think of one rhythm game where you can't fail out. Like that makes zero sense to me that they would put that in there. I like pump it up, you know, uh, dance dance revolution, rock band, <laughs> the game that it is. Like uh, everything you can fail out of, but for some, I, it's very bizarre to me that they would make it like that. Yeah, I, I don't know. I I just really really enjoyed that game. It was, I don't. It was really fast, and it was like, okay, I'm just gonna play a couple songs and then get offline, and then oh, I'm you know I'm gonna try to like beat my score on this song, or I'm gonna go into a score war with someone on my friends list, and. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. It was. It. It just. It was very arcadey, Arcadian. It, I don't think Arcadian's the Arcadian. word. <laughs> no. Uh, it just reminded Arcadian. me a lot of playing a video game at an arcade, which is something that doesn't really. I mean, it does exist, but it's there. There isn't a big market for video games in an arcade anymore. Right. And I. That's what I got out of it. So that's what I liked about it. And it gave me the chance to go through and buy um, a lot of songs for Rock Band that I wouldn't necessarily get. Um, but now that I've got like Rock Band and all that stuff, I just I'm a Rock Band fiend. Like that's whenever we're all together, it's like, hey guys, let's play Rock Band. <laughs> yeah, that was our New Year's Eve. Yes, uh, that was it. Was me playing guitar and singing uh, Miley Cyrus at the same time. And I'm not ashamed. No, stole the show, I would say. <laughs> Did a great job. <laughs> a couple people weren't too happy with my performance of Seven Things I Hate About You. Well, that's okay. They had every right to not like it. <laughs> yeah, I feel like you, you sort of, again, alienated your audience there. <laughs> I'm just really good at it. Um, for those of you who are just tuning in, uh, you missed the perfect beginning, which was not recorded. Uh, um, I played a Raymond video. I'm going to post that Raymond video on our Facebook page. By the way, you can like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash podcast. Please do so and Please. tell your friends. Um, hey, we're at, uh, uh, what time is him? We're it's at 10 after 9 right now. 9, 10. Uh, do you want to take a quick commercial? Oh, it's not even going to be a commercial break. I shouldn't say it because I ain't going to play commercials. Bad boy. <laughs> um, I'm going to play a song really quick. Uh, so um, this is a little behind-the-scenes footage. Dom, I'm going to need you to, um, I guess, not talk into the microphone for a little bit. <laughs> I'll just mute my mic for you, bro. Okay. Um hey. We're going to play a new song by the band Anamanaguchi. Uh, I feel like it's extremely fitting for uh, our show. Definitely. Um, they have a new album coming out called Endless Fantasy. They're a um, uh, an instrumental band that incorporates uh, 8-bit sounds and 16-bit sounds from like gaming, and they're incredible all around. So, a lot of fun um, to listen to. I am going to go ahead and play that, and we will be back in, uh, I think the song is like four minutes. Give ourselves a little, um, a little break. A little break. A little breaky break. A little worky sure. work. Uh, I'm on track 11. Okay. 
and uh, we'll be back in a little bit, guys. Thanks for tuning in. You are listening to Level Up Podcast on Falcon Radio, W F A L Falcon Radio. The blend. <laughs> <laughs> We are back. Uh, something, uh, you know what? We're going to make an executive decision right now for Level Up Podcast. Dom, do you want to make a Tumblr page? 
Oh, sure, we could do that. Okay, we'll make a Tumblr page. You're yeah. gonna follow us on Tumblr soon. <laughs> yep. Um, alrighty, so if you're just tuning in, this is a Level Up podcast. Um, we're a... If you're tuning in on... Well, you, of course you're tuning in on falconradio.org, because that's the website we stream, you dingus. You dingus, you um, turkey. <laughs> if you are tuning in and you live in the Bowling Green, Ohio area, uh, thank you. That means you saw my flyers on campus, and I greatly appreciate you checking us out. But I need you to do one more thing. I just ask one favor. Uh, go to facebook.com slash podcast and you click that like button. You click it. Click him. Do it! Do it. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, so... Um, it's <clears throat> cool. I'm so thankful that Kyle's got that, <laughs> that beginning part. Well, he's just now telling me on Skype that... <laughs> oh, no. I hate Kyle. <laughs> he goes, keyword, almost all of it. And then he goes, also, I'm, comment- <laughs> I'm commentating over it as well. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to hear this. So Kyle needs out. to... Um, we definitely have to have Kyle come in. He was actually just bugging me. He's like, yo, add me to the call. I dare you. Add me. But uh, maybe we'll do that at a later date. Yes. Uh, I don't want Kyle on right now. So, um, yeah, but definitely definitely sometime soon. I would love to have Kyle on. Oh, yeah, um, definitely. We have been talking about what really uh, shined in 2012 and what disappointed us in 2012 in gaming. So uh, now that we're back from our little uh, commercial break, uh, we played a song. I wouldn't say it's commercial, but we played it. Yeah. Let's talk about what we're really excited for in 2013. Yeah. Now, this doesn't have to be uh, just games. Um, You could be excited for uh, software or uh, hardware that's coming out. uh, Software would technically be games. Um, But, you know, like new hardware, um, something. I'm real excited for the new Adobe Photoshop. Shouts out. What are we at? Seven? Eight? Eight, nine, ten? But, uh, is that a game? That, you know what? I will tell you this, though. There is n- literally one thing to look forward to this year in movies, and that's The Hobbit Part 2. Oh, yes. That's um, the only thing. Oh, come on. You're not excited for Star Trek 2? No. I ain't seen the first one. I know you told me I would probably like it, but I ain't seen it, so I ain't looking forward to it. <laughs> well, okay. Uh, yeah. I should Good night, everybody. Because I do like Star Trek. <laughs> um, yeah, no, that uh, film-wise, that movie. Well, talking about films, really briefly. Um, in 2013, I'm really excited for uh, the Hobbit Part Two. That is something that I'm going home for, or going wherever you are uh, yeah. to see that movie. Yeah. And um, I'm really excited for the new Superman movie. I am cautiously excited for it, but. Um, that Star Trek and um hopefully I'll get to see 3.0 Evangelion yeah, 3.0 that would be nice Evangelion 3.0 um, did you get the cam rip I did get the cam rip and it's awful it's horrendous yeah and, um it's kind of hard to hear and not many and I don't think anybody has subtitled it or is attempting to subtitle it at the moment no uh, hey, so okay. it's it's not really worth it 
Gynex. Uh, I, 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 I mean, know. I watched like three minutes of it and I was like, well, it's there. I, I It exists, but I just <laughs> I haven't watched all of it. And I probably won't. Yeah. Okay. Gynex. I know you're listening in right now. Um, just release it in the U.S. You don't even have to subtitle it. Just release nope, it in the U.S. in theaters, and I will go see it. I just will do see- it. Yeah, like, come on, Gynex. Like, why would you not do that? I don't know, but yeah, so I, I'm... That would be nice if... Or at least, I don't know, something decent. Yeah. Like, maybe, like, a nice, a better camera. <laughs> <laughs> I'm staying away from the camera. Um, I just... I want to... Um, see it the way it's meant to be seen. I don't want to like have it distorted in any way. Right. Yeah, um, that's exactly it. I've read or not read. I, I've heard some reviews from people who are like diehard Evangelion fans, mm. and they're like, "It's weird." And I'm like, "That's what, what I heard. I heard that it was a lot of. What do you mean uh, it's weird? <laughs> it was a lot of action going on there, and it really. Uh, well, I guess for those of you who who know. Evangelion, but it really um, grew and explored the relationship between uh, Shinji and his his bro there. Uh, what what is his name? Why am I forgetting that now? Oh 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 um are are you no no that's uh, that, I know it's it it sounds like that. Kaoru Kaoru that's yes. what it is. Kaoru yeah, but yeah. So uh, I guess uh, they're they're. Uh, I mean, it's been sort of like a, a thing throughout the whole, uh, the entirety of the show that they they had, a, you know, some of a, a relationship going on between the two of them. Um, and I'm pretty sure at one point Shin, Shinji says that he was in love with him in the show, or maybe in End of Ava, I don't remember. But uh, I guess the, the movie uh, um, explores that even more, which will be interesting to see, you know. Definitely. What, they go with it. Um, let's get to gaming. Yeah, um, let's I am okay. So I actually just went and pre-ordered this again today. I had to cancel my pre-order, um, but I went and pre-ordered it again. Um, this is probably my most anticipated game, and I think I'm uh, going to surprise you, but not surprise you at the same time. Uh, Metal Gear Rising: yeah. uh, Revengeance uh, is my most anticipated game of the year. Um, Did you see the new trailer for that the other day? Oh um, my, yeah, I saw it. That was pretty cool. <laughs> um, I when okay so that trailer it's called Jack the Ripper, right. um, it's up on their Facebook page. Uh, just Google or Google search Facebook search uh, Metal Gear Solid or Metal Gear Rising and you'll find it. Um, I laughed so hard when I saw him driving a car, like, in that full like robot suit. Yeah, yeah. That, that made me laugh <laughs> so hard. Yeah. Um, and, but just the dialogue over it was like, oh, this is so cool. And then when it starts to show the gameplay, that's like, that's gameplay. And I just, just watched it. I watched all eight minutes of that trailer and was just like, I need this game now. It looks beautiful, but the gameplay reminded me a lot of Devil May Cry. Yeah. I mean, it's a lot. Like, I think you were even getting like grades on the side, which is something that the new Devil May Cry is doing as well. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, um, dang. Like, that, it looks exactly like that. What's funny about Devil May Cry is the same people who are not buying uh, Metal Gear Rising are the same people who are complaining that Devil May Cry's new Dante has black hair. Yeah, that's um, true. So. <laughs> but, um, I don't know. I'm so excited. It's developed by uh, Platinum Studios. I mean, Kojima has his, like, name in it all the way. 
but uh, it's developed by a new studio. It's Platinum Games are the same people who did Bayonetta, and I loved Bayonetta. I know Bayonetta wasn't your kind of game, but mm. um, I don't know. I really, I for some reason really like like hack and slashes. And um, if you've ever played Metal Gear Solid Four, I hope Paul is listening in and is just being irritated. <laughs> talking about how excited I am for Metal Gear Rising. <laughs> well, then, and then he's gonna go. Well, no, no, no. I, I understand why you're excited. I love you, Paul. <laughs> um, he, um, it's because this game isn't stealth or like a stealth espionage game. People are like, they ruined it. They ruined Metal Gear Solid, and I'm just like. No, they didn't, because this is Metal Gear Rising. Right. I'm, I don't know. I am just so excited for it. And um, if you've ever played Metal Gear Solid 4, there are cutscenes in it where it shows Raiden, and it really fleshes out the character of Raiden. And it really shows you, like, it's almost as if they've been trying to get a game like this out for Raiden. Um... And it's like, check this out. Oh, we want to do this. Like, we are really trying to get something like this out. And um, it's just so good. Um, Well, Metal Gear Solid 4 is uh, incredible. But when you watch that, when I watched it personally, I was like, just let me play as Raiden. Like, I want to play something like that, like, right now. And now Rising is coming out, and it's just... I'm like, I'm counting down the days. And I've never been angry over having to wait for a video game. But... This is infuriating. It comes out in a month, and I need it now. Yeah, you're pretty hyped for it, I'll yeah. tell you that. Did I tell you... I think I told you that I wanted to buy two copies of it and grind one down into dust and inject it into my bloodstream. Yep, yep, you did tell me that. <laughs> um, well, that's how bad I want it, so... Yeah. Um, what about you? Uh, my first most anticipated game is actually already out. I'm just really excited to play it <laughs> uh, because I know I don't have the time because it's an RPG. But uh, it is Nino Kuni Wrath of the White Witch. Have you seen anything for that? Is that the Miyazaki game? It's not a Miyazaki yeah. game, but it's, yeah, so that's it's out? Studio Ghibli and it it is a uh, it's a PlayStation um, hang on a second there. Uh, uh, so it's a it's a PlayStation um, uh, exclusive yeah so uh actually i i, I don't have is a playstation, it a PlayStation school, exclusive? So I be able to play that what's that i thought it was coming out for the wii u as well i don't believe so i'm pretty sure i read that it was just i'm not sure but i don't have either of those so i can't play it yeah i would have to wait until i'm home for sam but um yeah i heard that game like to finish it it would be like 50 ish hours but oh, if you really wow. wanted to get deep into it it's like another like 50 or 60 hours into it that's crazy to me because i i want to check this game out because of the way it looks and uh studio ghibli films are aesthetically pleasing right yeah in, the game is gorgeous way. and it looks almost like it's an anime or a movie so and uh and i guess exactly. the, the gameplay is how i heard it described was um sort of like a final fantasy pokemon game because you can catch monsters and train yeah. them I watched uh, the preview for it. Not the preview, but like the demo at of uh, on an E3 stream this past summer, and I was like, "Oh, I want, I need a PS3." Yeah. So my brother has one, as you know, but uh, I wouldn't be able to take it with me to school, so yeah. I, I'm not going to be able to play it for a while. But that is definitely one of my most anticipated for this year. That looks so good. 
keeping on that same uh, that same little note there, games that are video games, but they look just like um, something that they're based off of, uh, where Nino Cooney is uh, Studio Ghibli. Uh, I am so excited, and I, you know, maybe I, I did the same thing with Bruce Willis. Maybe I need to stop saying that I don't like RPGs, um, and start saying that I do like them. I am so excited, like incredibly excited for South Park: The Stick of Truth. <laughs> have you have you seen any trailers for it? I have not. No. This game looks just like an episode of South Park, like. You wouldn't be able to tell if you were watching South Park or playing this game. Really? It looks so cool. It's pretty much based off of the episode where they have to go return. I don't think we're allowed to say what kind of tape it was, but the tape of that wasn't Lord of the Rings <laughs> to um, oh yes, yeah, uh, the video store, the Two Towers video store. Yeah. Um, it's pretty much based off of that. And I'll send you a trailer later because you will look at it and go, okay, so what was gameplay and what wasn't? Uh, it looks so cool. And I love oh, South yeah. Park. so I'm watching it right now. That looks amazing. And uh, my friend who's listening in, just uh, Charlotte, she's on Skype. She's like super into South Park. So she's really excited for that game as well. Yeah. Uh, it looks super cool. I think at this point, I have watched every episode of South Park. Um from start to finish on Netflix. Like, I'm going through and I'm looking for episodes that I haven't watched yet, and all of them have, like, basically say completed. <laughs> just like, well, what do I watch now? <laughs> uh, oh, I'll watch Family Guy, because that's much better. Yeah. Nah. No. You. <laughs> Joke. But you. there is DLC coming out for the Family Guy RPG on Shut Steam. Up. It is coming out. Get ready for that. Did I, t I went to Best Buy the other day, and I was looking like through the 360 games, and I was like, okay, you know what? Oh, something's missing over here. There's nothing in this spot. And I walked over to it, and it was Family Guy the game. I mean, <laughs> they either don't have it in stock or someone bought it. <laughs> I, I, just, that's mind-blowing to me. Oh, well. <sighs> um... Okay, so South Park. Uh, my next one I have... Oh, this one I'm just... Is it what I think it is? I don't think so. I okay. don't know if you know about this game. Uh, Amnesia, A Machine for Pigs. Oh, yes. I do know about this game. I love... I am terrified, I will say, of Amnesia, The Dark Descent. But it was so much fun. And I am so excited for this game. Just because, I mean, it looks even better. The idea of like these pig monsters things, terrifying. But then I was reading the other day that they have just taken away a lot of aspects that were in the first game, like um, your inventory you don't have anymore. There are certain items like uh, like uh, health restoring items or things like that that you're not getting anymore. Um, it's just, it is so freaky to me and I'm just very, very excited for that because if you want to talk about the the definition of horror survival, you have to look at Amnesia where you get a lantern and that's it. You have no weapons and you can't fight. <laughs> you run. That's it. And hide. And, uh, oh man, that game is going to be amazing. I'm very excited for that game. 
Yeah, uh, I actually just found out that my com my Mac works for um, or Amnesia will work for my Mac, so I'm tempted. But um, if you know me, I am yes. the uh, the most easily ist scared ist. Easiliest, yes. You are quite easily scared, though. Yeah. So, I don't know. And, yeah, definitely. I totally agree with you. Amnesia is the definition of survival horror. Um, I think what a lot of people confuse for survival horror these days are action games. Right. Um, I mean, Dead Space, it's a survival horror, but it's more an action game, I think. Aspects of both, I would say. Yeah. I mean... I mean, I think the the difference lies in the fact that, I mean, the game is trying to scare you, and stuff pops out in Dead Space a lot. Have you seen so. the Dead Space 3 demo yet? I have, and that's actually one of my other anticipated games wow. this year. I played De Dead Space 2 last year, and it was some of the most fun I'd had playing a game in a long time. And uh, I'm really, really excited for Dead Space 3 just because of some of the things that they're adding to it. Oh, um, I mean, the storyline I'm, I'm, I'm excited for. No, 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 no. This, the, some of the things that are adding to that they're adding to it seems really interesting. Like uh, the bench, which before you would use power nodes, which you found around to yeah. uh, to just upgrade your weapons. The bench, you can now design your own weapon, so you can decide to have a flamethrower that's also a line cutter, and that you can shoot both at the same time, like it's totally up to you you know what kind of engine what kind of nozzle blah 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 blah. so like you make your own weapons basically that aspect of it seems really cool and then also there's a drop-in drop-out co-op um and uh if you're playing with someone the story is a little bit more in depth because you get their story as well um but they can drop out at any time and it's totally fine okay um but there are aspects of the drop-in drop-out that are really cool like um you and your friend are going along and then say like your friend um, say like uh, a character trait of this person was that he had an experience with I don't know puppets or something that's I'm totally making that up but on their that person's end they would see perhaps puppets sitting somewhere and then on your end you wouldn't be able to see that or you lapse into this um, you know this mental cutscene where everything stops and you're in a cutscene the other person doesn't and then necromorphs come out and you have to protect that person because they're you know out of it and then you have to get them back into it. You know what I mean? So it's they're making some really, really cool changes to the game that just I'm very excited to see where it's going. I really like how it sounds so far. That um that seems a little more interesting than hey we added co-op. Yeah. It's scarier because now you're with somebody. Um, but no, I mean they actually made a co-op cool. You know? Yeah, that's how Borderlands Two is the drop-in, drop-out co-op. Um, and it works flawlessly like it's it's so cool how easy the drop like it's not portal 2 where you have to play with somebody it's like you can play by yourself and then hey i need help with something and then your friend comes in and is like okay what do you need help with and um and then they just drop out i mean it's yeah it's cool um just a couple more things that I, I want to mention briefly before we talk about the last thing, because uh, I know you and I are both ridiculously excited about it. I'm oh, excited yeah. for Luigi's Mansion 2. That was on mine as well. Um, yeah. Dark Moon. Yeah. I Have you seen the new like artwork from it? I have, yeah. Oh, it looks very, so good. Cool. 
They um, still had, don't have a date on that, and my brother, uh, Mike, bought that for my birthday last year. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. <laughs> so I am just waiting to get my pre-order. Um, Aliens, Colonial Marines, I got to play a little bit of that at PAX East last year. That's actually pretty fun. Uh, surprisingly, that game works, and uh, I'm excited for the, the full release. Uh, Battle Block Theater, if it comes out... Um, the people who made uh, Castle Crashers have been working on a game for the last four years now, and it's uh, nowhere to be seen. Uh, but I played that at PAX East last year as well, and I had a lot of fun playing it. And that'll that like that's a day one purchase. I'm taking the day off from work. Don't bother me. I'm playing Battle Block Theater. Right. Um, I don't have a Wii U, but I'm excited for um, Bayonetta 2 just to, you know, see what it's like. I, I'm sure it's going to be just like the original. Um, Pokemon X and Y. I don't know how you feel about it, but I think it looks really cool. It looks pretty cool. Yeah. Um, finally getting, like, a new... This is, I think, the first legitimate new Pokemon game. Um, you know, adding the new 3D features and the new battle system, I re- like. I'm crossing my fingers that the character is customizable. Um, but I'm excited for that. I was excited for Disney Infinity until they announced everything for it last night, and was completely just like, okay, never mind. It's uh, not for me. Uh, Disney Infinity was supposed to be like. Uh, a big Disney game with all of it, all of the Disney characters, and um, I'm trying to compare a game that they, or think of a game that they compared it to. Um, I have no clue. Um, it was supposed I'm not even to be familiar with it. So. It's supposed to be like an action game, kind of like an action platforming game. Okay. Uh, just with Disney characters, almost like a Marvel Alliance. Okay. Um, yeah. That game was fun for what it was, but you know what this game is? It is uh, Skylanders with Disney characters. Mm. You have to buy the the toys to get the characters, and oh, okay. Um, not interested, Disney. Yeah, that's uh, lame. And then I'm pretty much just going to keep an eye on whatever uh, the Wii U is doing this year because. I, I really, I really, really hope that, um, you know, the Wii U, like, comes out on top this year. I'm, like, not really all excited for a new PlayStation or a new, Xb- or a new Xbox, because I don't feel the need for those right now. Right. Nintendo always has a way of making their, their system seem really uh, cool, though. And uh, I actually have one more uh, that I'm looking forward to a lot. You basically hit all of mine. But uh, my last one is Pikmin 3. Ooh, really? Yeah, there's no confirmed date, but I'm, they're thinking 2013. Yeah, and, that uh, was the first thing Nintendo showed this year. Yeah, the the gameplay from it, I mean, at that early stage was gorgeous. Beautiful, beautiful gameplay. And um, I was in love with the Pikmin series. Pikmin 2 was, I think, one of my favorite games for a long time when I was playing GameCube a lot. Uh, but yeah, so Pikmin 3 is going to be pretty interesting, I think. looks hmm. really cool. Those games are always just good for uh, sort of a, like a keep me busy kind of thing, but it wasn't. It didn't feel like busy work at all. Like I mean, you were just having fun the whole time. So it was, I have never played really cool. Pikmin. Oh man, you're missing out. Those games are amazing. Um, I know it's not confirmed, but um, I think the game was called Mario One Twenty Eight. 
I mean, it was canned a long time ago, but you could control like a hundred Mario's at a time. And um, it was kind of um, turned into Pikmin. And I, I know a lot of people love it. Oh, I'm also excited for Animal Crossing 3D. Not that oh, I don't, yeah. I don't know if I'm gonna get it, but everything I keep seeing for it is like, yo, Animal Crossing for the 3DS sounds really, really cool. Yeah, a lot um, of people are really going crazy for that. Um, also, Monster Hunter 3. Have you seen anything for that? No, I um, I don't care for the Monster Hunter series, but I know a lot of people do, and I'm excited for them that they're getting. Yeah, I heard game. it was. Uh, I have some friends who really like the series, so that that seems like it would be pretty cool. And then there's one final thing on my list, and I, I know it's on your list. Yep, it's the last of mine as well. Um, let's say it at the same time. <clears throat> okay, <laughs> ready? Yeah. Go. Bioshock, Bioshock Infinite. Infinite. That game's gonna be dope, though. Yeah. For real. No, seriously, Bioshock Infinite is like. Uh, I don't. I don't know. Like everything I keep seeing for it. Have you checked out the PC specs for it yet? Yeah. Can you? Yeah. Are you gonna be able to play it? Yeah, I think I'm gonna be good. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, you know they weren't supposed to release that information. Really? Yeah. Uh, apparently that was a leak that wasn't supposed to happen. Oh. Um, but um, everything about that game is just like, oh, I just can't wait for it. The only thing I'm, I'm really hoping Bioshock Infinite isn't going to be, hey. We took it out of the water and put it in the clouds. Yeah, like that was that was what I was worried when I heard about Bioshock Infinite. They're like, all right, so the next one's gonna be a city in the sky, and I'm like, what's the next one gonna be? Like in a volcano? Like, <laughs> like <laughs> you can't just make quote this from that conversation too. <laughs> I'm like, you can't just make this this franchise a thing where it's like, well, this city is <laughs> it's underground. Like, it's just stupid. But I think the ideas of of what they came up with, and I. I think Ken Levine is one of the finest game developers out right now, uh, yeah. so I have full trust in them. I, I, it, I am already really impressed with it, and I'm sure I'm just going to be even more blown away by it when I play it. I am uh, apparently I've been I've been keeping up on like the the press for Bioshock Infinite, and uh, Ken Levine has said the ending of Infinite will be something that you haven't seen in a video game before, Ooh. and I trust him. And when when he says that. Because Bioshock, the, the original Bioshock, um, was something I had never seen before <coughs> in general. I mean, it was an FPS. We've all played FPSs before. But at the same time, it did something that I just... I, I, it, that game blows me away every time I play it. Mm -hmm. um, for those of you have, that are listening, if you have never played Bioshock... Um, in a couple months, or not a couple months, I actually think pretty soon, or if you're a PlayStation Plus subscriber, you can actually get Bioshock 2 for free right now. Um, but in a couple weeks or so, they're releasing Bioshock 1 and Bioshock 2 in a package together that has all of the DLC from both games already in the game. So you get everything for a pretty cheap price. Or if you don't care about the DLC, you can go to a GameStop. I don't condone that, but no. you can get that game for five bucks. Right. That game is five dollars, and um, excuse me, but you're an idiot for not playing it. Yeah, that game is fantastic. 
And if I'm if I'm being real with you, I would actually wait to get the package deal with the DLC because I honestly think the DLC for Bioshock 2, which was a great game, is even better than the game. Yeah, uh, Minerva's so, Den specifically. Yeah, Minerva's Den was fantastic. Oh. So, uh, yeah. Whoa. I got chills when I played, when I got to the ending of Minerva's Den. It was just... Oh, yeah. Oh, so That's good. an example of great writing. It was just everything about it was so good. I think Bioshock is a really well-written game. A lot of the things with... Uh, uh, Andrew Ryan and and everything like that from the first and I mean even into the second when you're listening to the audio diaries and you're hearing Andrew Ryan's speeches I mean it's like they they were hanging out with Karl Marx or they had like a copy of the communist manifesto with them like the whole time like it was it was just really really cool yeah uh, all of these things that you've heard about in you know history classes like put to real uh, you know real applications there seriously I like I I don't think we'll praise Bioshock enough on this show in its in its lifespan. I, like that's that's a game that you will probably hear mentioned from us every week. <laughs> yep. Like, ah, that was just so good. Um, oh, and the, actually, that package comes with like new stuff that was never released, and I believe it comes with some art stuff too. Ooh. Um, and I'm a sucker for art books. Oh yeah. In fact, I canceled my pre-order uh, for Metal Gear Rising today from Amazon, and went down to GameStop and pre-ordered it because they have a an art book. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, that's pretty much it off of my my most anticipated. We are coming down to the like we have like 12 minutes left, which is crazy because I was incredibly nervous about not having enough material to talk about for two hours. Oh no, this is going pretty well, I think. Um, gotta briefly mention this. Uh, if you're in the Bowling Green area, or if you live close to it, on campus on February 21st, I wish Dom was going to be here for this, because um, you will see my performance of a Miley Cyrus piece again. Uh, <laughs> a little more censored. But <laughs> um, <laughs> um, Rock Band Night and the Student Union is February 21st. Um, if you went to it last year, um, if you're listening in for some reason, you did go to it, which is crazy because what are the coincidence or what are what's what are the odds? What are what the odds? Coincidence? <laughs> um, it was super fun. Uh, everybody had a good time, and uh, I've got over 400 songs on Rock Band these days, so there is uh, no reason that you can't find a song to play. Um, you Yo, we got we got Blink. You want Green Day? Literally I, every I've song got, off albums. Yes, <laughs> full albums you could be uh, playing. I have the entire uh, Nevermind album by Nirvana on Rock Band. So, you want to get grungy? Yo, want, we got we, we got could, Smashing Pumpkins. Got Smashing Pumpkins. Uh, it's free, so come down, hang out. Um, I'm finna be there. Um, I would love to be there. It sounds amazing. It's it's a super fun time. This year we have a stage and everything for it. So uh, we're that's going a, all out this year. That's great. Um, but yeah, uh, let's end this on uh, some recommendations. Um, oh. So let's give one film and uh, music recommendation. Uh, I will let you go first. For film? Um, okay, so... Does it have to be released recently? Can it be old? What are oh, the any, anything. 
anything. Um, oh boy, Anthony, what a what a pressuring spot. But uh, I'm gonna go ahead and say this. I hope I'm not taking yours. But uh, Django Unchained. Oh no, I, that's definitely not mine. But okay. it's definitely Django something Unchained. worth checking out. If you have not seen Django Unchained. I think you're in a small minority. I'm pretty sure everybody has seen Django Unchained or is going to. Uh, great movie. Tarantino really killed it, man. Wow. That is... I had a ton of fun watching that movie. So, yeah. Uh, Django Unchained for me. Um, and what about music? What have you been listening to lately? Oh, you know it. The only thing that I've been listening to for weeks, months actually, a month I would say straight, is uh, Good Kid, Mad City by Kendrick Lamar. Oh, yes. One of the best hip-hop albums I have ever heard, let alone in the past year. Just And it was on a lot of different uh, a lot of different sites and magazines and uh, top ten lists for albums released last year. Uh, really, really amazing. From, from such a young kid, just unbelievable stuff. Really, really funky, uh, almost mid-90s beats. Uh, it was just really, really smooth stuff. I really, really like it. So yeah, Good Kid, Mad City, Kendrick Lamar. Okay. Um, and from you? Um, actually, before I give my recommendations, uh, everybody who's listening right now, you go you go to your Facebook. I'm not going to ask you to like the page. You could if you wanted. It would be great if you did. <laughs> but what I want you to do is I want you to uh, go to the Grammys Facebook page and you can vote who you, like a, a, a smaller artist that you want to go to the Grammys. And what I need you to do is I need you to go to that little website that they've got on their page and you, you click on the Pacific area and you click on Lil B. You yeah, vote right. for Lil B, the bass god, to go to the Grammys. That's what we need. I've already voted. Oh, you did? Yeah, oh, that's what happened. <laughs> me too. <laughs> okay, so imagine this. Lil B goes to the Grammys, and he gets to perform a song. And if you go to the page, uh, if you if you click on the video, it plays the song uh, Wonton Soup. Oh, great song. Just imagine... If Lil B came out and just hop up out my car, whoo! Yeah. <laughs> I don't want I, to rap the rest of it because no, you it's can't. just a uh, little, uh, little thing, little, uh, Lil B. <laughs> That's all yo, I can say. Yo, wonton soup, but I would pay. I would pay money for I own swag. Dude, I would that song is incredible. It's amazing. I would pay money for I own swag to be on the Grammys. I wish. So, everybody, if you're listening, do that will be for the Grammys 2013 alright your film okay I actually just added a song uh, to the the little roster here so when we're done it plays but uh, it's not my recommendation uh, okay. for music I have been listening to an album called Even on the Worst Nights by a band called Mixtapes if you listen to my show earlier in the day called Pop Punk is Not Dead uh, you can hear me lush about this band because they're just incredible all around and uh, I haven't had an album that I felt was so relatable in such a long time like this one uh, so check out Even on the Worst Nights by Mixtapes uh, for my film um, 
This is on Netflix. So if you have a Netflix account and you haven't seen it, you can go home or you're probably home. I don't know how you'd be listening otherwise, unless you had the TuneIn Radio app, which don't work. <laughs> Film. Uh, it's under documentaries. It's called Indie Game the Movie. Uh, I felt this was appropriate to uh, include as my film recommendation for the week. Oh, sure. Because, uh, because of our subject matter. And um, Indie Game the Movie is a documentary about... Uh, three developing teams, and when I say teams, I mean like one or two people per team um, making their game and the pressures that it puts on them to make this game and how they just want it to be received well or they don't care if it's perceived well. They just want to make the game that they want to make and the struggles that they have with it. And um, it covers the game Super Meat Boy, one of Dom's all-time favorite games, Super Meat Boy. Uh, Fez and Braid. I've played two of those three. I love those games. I have never played Braid, but I need to. Um, and after seeing uh, that movie or that documentary, whatever you want to call it, um, I definitely have a new appreciation for those games, especially Fez, uh, because, man, Phil Fish is kind of a jerk, but yeah. the things he went through to get that game out to the public are ridiculous uh so indie game the movie it's totally worth checking out definitely i worth still need to out. see that i still need to see that but i definitely want to oh you're playing um, the soundtrack for me the soundtrack is awesome yes oh i'm gonna play the soundtrack next week oh thank you for reminding me i'm definitely gonna play the soundtrack for indie game the movie next week yeah you um, got it bro. briefly we're just gonna have a little convo before we end this end sure. this uh have you checked out um Americans, the American Scream, the documentary I told you about the other day. I have not, but that um, that does sound really cool. No, I'm not. It's, uh, it's, it's not my recommendation Netflix, right? this week. That this is also on Netflix. Amer- I believe it's called the American Str- or the American Scream. It's about a bunch of people who make a haunted house on Halloween at their house and what they do and how they go about doing it, and it's pretty cool and. Um, I really, really want you and Eric to see it because there are people in that documentary that um, we are totally taking inspiration from for yeah, our, was... uh, our little screenplay that we're writing. Yep. Um, um, I also have a couple things to say here. Okay. Um, number one, if you have not seen Game of Thrones season one or two yet, <laughs> please do it. Number two, if you have not read the books yet, please do it. I am ankle deep in uh, book three. Uh, I've just been reading thousands of pages <laughs> in weeks. It's so good. And then also, a uh, little, this is video game related. This weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday on Twitch TV backslash Level Up Live. That has nothing to do with us, by the way. Oh. That is just just a, a weird uh, coincidence. But twitch.tv backslash Level Up Live are the uh, Southern California regionals for fighting games. And that'll be um, uh, uh, Street Fighter Four. Uh, Marvel vs. Capcom 3, uh, I'm sure Mortal Kombat will be there, but nobody cares about it. King <laughs> of Fighters. It's a lot of different games. It's a great, great stream. Tons of fun to watch. Um, I, that's all I do that on the weekend. I just stay in all weekend, all night. Everybody goes out drinking at school, and they're going crazy. And I'm in my room watching fighting games, getting so hype and like yelling. <laughs> so yeah, if, if if you're unfamiliar with the fighting game scene and you're just around and you have time this weekend, check that out. 
There are some really, really cool people out there. It is very, very interesting. And uh, I think you might have a whole new respect for those types of games. So yeah. Definitely. Um, and that's something else uh, I think you and I want to look into as well. Um, on our Facebook page, keep an eye out. We will be posting stuff uh, here and there. We might, or we more than likely will. I definitely will. We'll set up uh, little uh, play times uh, where you can add uh, me or Dom on Xbox if Dom allows it. And uh, we'll all get into a party together. We'll play the new Call of Duty or we'll play whatever multiplayer game everybody has. And um, it'll be a really fun time. Uh, it'll be a really cool way to get to know everybody who's listening in and um, nah, stuff like that. And I think in the future, um, we want to get into streaming games, another way to um, connect with people and have them get to know us on a different level and how we play video games. Um, But yeah, that's about it. And that pretty much wraps up uh, Level Up Podcast Episode 1. What do you want to name this? We'll name it right now, right on the spot. Name this episode? Name this episode right on the spot. Oh boy. Alright, I got a name for it. (laughs) <laughs> Twitch.tv backslash the Yeg streaming Yegnud versus uh, Paul Nasty. They're streaming sets right now. You can check that out. Street Fighter. Let's do that. That's what I'm naming it. Whole thing. That whole thing. Okay. That whole thing. I'm gonna have so, to write that down when I post it online. <laughs> all right. Twitch.tv backslash the Yeg. Everybody go there right now. They're streaming for Street Fighter. It's awesome. Well, alrighty. I again thank everybody listening in. Um, for listening in i don't uh oh well wow i honestly think i was doing all of the listeners a favor by doing this show so you guys can thank me later on for doing it if that's what you want to do (laughs) well good night everybody (laughs) um but no really uh we'll be doing this again next wednesday it's going to be a weekly thing if uh it doesn't really matter but it's just a warning uh if you miss it it will be up around uh friday or saturday up for you to download for uh your ipod or whatever device you use so um play it for your kids while they sleep yeah they'll learn they'll learn something please do that wait till we get into like episode 13 and it's just us like i don't i don't know dude (laughs) just laughing (laughs) and imagine someone playing that for their children while they're sleeping that's what it's about that's That's why i got into this biz we get the whole indie biz what is that from the biz that is uh tim and eric at um the what film fest is that Oh, um, Sundance. Sundance, yep. Sundance um, Film Festival when they got Rangoed. <laughs> okay. I pray we don't get Rangoed. Okay, we gotta end this. Yeah, we gotta end this. All right. We're doing this thing where we keep talking. Yes, uh, that's gonna happen every week. But yep. uh, good night, everybody. Uh, thanks again for listening. Whether Dom thanks you or not, I do. I appreciate it. Give us a little feedback. Write a little something on our Facebook page, uh, facebook.com slash leveluppodcast. All right. You're welcome, guys. Um, You're welcome. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening in. Uh, We will see you next week. And I'm going to end this.